It's Thursday, December 10, 2020. The Arctic really has achieved a new normal. Scientists warn of Arctic's dramatic transformation. Trump EPA makes it even harder to enact new pollution rules. Plus, bad news for big oil. New York State's giant pension fund is divesting from fossil fuels. All of that good, bad news and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. People talk about like the Green New Deal, like AOC is going to personally come in your house and steal your Christmas presents and then replace it with a lump of coal and then come back and replace the lump of coal with a solar panel. Oh, like she's not. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, it's been a while, actually, happily, since we've had exploding plants, but we got one again now? Yes, unfortunately we do have another chemical plant explosion, this time in Bell, West Virginia. The explosion on Tuesday night at a DuPont Chemours chlorine plant killed one worker and injured two others. Residents within a two-mile radius of the plant were ordered to shelter in place from the toxic fumes until the fire was out. The cause is still under investigation. Meanwhile, the Trump Environmental Protection Agency this week finalized a sweeping new rule that undermines the ability of future administrations to issue new curbs on pollution of any kind. The new rule restricts the EPA to only considering costs to industry from a new rule and prohibits the agency from including public health co-benefits and cost savings gained from reducing toxic pollution, effectively removing the benefit part from its cost benefit analysis. It makes it difficult to justify any new regulation if you don't count the costs in American lives and health. And is this going to be one of those rules that they have made it difficult for Joe Biden to turn around when he comes in? Well, the incoming Biden administration can reverse the rule once in office, but that process could take years. It's one of many Trump administration rule changes that are intended to handcuff future EPAs from protecting public health. And another one of those rules that if the Democrats can take the Senate they'd be able to turn around with majorities in both the House and the Senate. Right. If Democrats control both houses, they would be able to invoke the Congressional Review Act, which allows Congress to strike down such last-minute regulations. Hey, you folks in Georgia paying attention, don't answer that. I suspect you are. You probably can't avoid it at this point. Another disastrous year for the Arctic, NOAA released its annual Arctic report card this week, warning that persistent and accelerating warming in the region is affecting Arctic ecosystems and the entire global climate system. The Arctic is warming twice as fast as the rest of the planet. This year, it saw temperatures spiking to 100 degrees Fahrenheit Mm. north of the Arctic Circle. Sea ice extent was the second lowest ever observed in the satellite era. Plus, dangerously low snow cover led to record severe wildfires and accelerated thawing of permafrost. Both in turn released even more climate warming greenhouse gases in a self-reinforcing feedback loop Mm. that scientists predicted decades ago. That scientists warned about decades ago. Arctic scientist Rick Toman in a virtual press conference warned that the region is rapidly shifting. The 2020 report card describes an Arctic region that continues along a path that is warmer, less frozen, and biologically changed in ways that were scarcely imaginable even a generation ago. 
nearly everything in the Arctic, from ice and snow to human activity, is changing so quickly that there's really no reason to think that in 30 years, much of anything will be as it is today. And they warn that has global consequences. Arctic warming has cascading effects around the planet, raising sea levels, changing ocean circulation, and new research suggests playing a role in altering global weather patterns and intensifying extreme weather events. Finally, there is some good news. New York State's pension fund, one of the world's largest investment funds, this week committed to divesting from fossil fuels. The state controller announced the fund will ditch most of its fossil fuel investments within five years and by 2040 will divest from companies that haven't eliminated their greenhouse gas emissions, calling them a risk to the fund's long-term value. The fund will use its investment clout to pressure companies to align their operations with climate action. Energy analysts say the move could accelerate a broader shift in global markets away from oil and gas companies. This is big news. I know it's very good news for a lot of environmental groups who have been pushing for this for years. This is one of the largest, if not the largest, such pension funds in the world to take this action, as I understand. Yep, and it frees up billions of dollars for investment in renewable energy and innovative carbon-neutral industries. Now, there's an idea. For much more on that story, all of the stories, and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. I'm in a New York state of mind.